Okay, now we're good. Go okay. There we go. Do the intro. Welcome to the Ologies. We're getting back on the saddle on the Ologies. Episode three. Episode three. We did. Uh, we did. Um, what ology did we do yesterday? Meteorology, then we did UFOology. Yeah, we did UFOology yesterday. Which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially so a lot of the Ross has got some report. opinions on this. You know, um, June 1. I think the government's got some opinions. June 1, we're all going to find out. Yeah. And I get stuck with this one. Yeah, I mean, well, this, you so did comedianology. That's Surgeryology awesome. with Dr. Terry Jemis. He has been a little bit typecast on this because he's a yeah. surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> but when Ross and I talk about surgeryology by ourselves, there's just really no sounding board that's no keeping it realistic. There's no merit. There's no facts. Yeah. I mean, I watched, watched a lot of, you know, one time I watched the Surgery Channel while I was at a Holiday Inn Express. And I think the compounding efforts of those two things, I probably could have pulled off some type of surgery. Most definitely. What I want to talk about, what I want to learn about is, like, as an orthopedic surgeon that's been practicing for 20 what years? 20-something years? Private practice, 20. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. Is there a surgery? It's like if you play football over and over and over again, there's certain offenses, certain players where you wake up that morning like, all right, man, I got to pack a lunch on this one. Like This is this guy's always hard. He's always a good quarterback. He's always been. So is there a surgery that is – that is just a, a level of intensity or a level of complexity where you just know, I mean, you take every surgery seriously, but is there, are there surgeries that are intimidating? Don't answer that. That could affect your practice. Well, Let's talk about 20 minute question. For, other, <laughs> for, other, for other people. For other. Let me answer it a different way. A different way is most of my practice, and I think every surgeon's like this, most of our practice, 90% of our surgeries are probably like repeat surgeries. Okay. But then 10% is, oh, Something walks in the door, and you can do it, and you're comfortable doing it, but it's like, okay, now I actually really have to, and, I, and for the listening audience, don't take this wrong, but, <laughs> but 90% of it, you can do it blindfolded yeah. and, and autopilot, yeah. because you just, you do yeah. it every week, yeah. you do it all the time. You don't, but you can. But you, <laughs> you don't, but you can. But um, 10%, you know, walks through your door and it's like, okay, yeah, I've, I do this, but maybe the last time I did it was six months ago or a year ago, so it's not like, so you really got to kind of think a little bit about it. Maybe you do a little review of the anatomy again in your mm -hmm. mind, that kind of stuff. You're not just so, so that's, yeah, you know, <laughs> there's, a, there's a good one. I mean, I don't do a whole lot of elbow surgery, but a lot of yeah. it I'm comfortable with, but it's, maybe but I do an el elbow every three months, whereas I do a knee four times a week oh, you know wow. so you just kind of yeah so maybe i don't know if that answers your question but that's, it does that's man. it does i'm always trying to uh figure out like what what gets the juices flowing i mean being a pro is being a pro right it, regardless of what the endeavor is but every once in a while one of those things that come along you're just like oh man all right let's let's uh not double down because that means to make it sound like you're casual with other surgeries you're not it's just is there like what's the most what's the most complicated like uh, orthopedic surgery, like from from like a, is a is a shoulder harder than an elbow, harder than a knee, harder than an ankle. Is the ankle pretty complicated? You know. Is for, a, well, for me personally, elbows are probably the most complicated. Elbow. Really. Not necessarily like the elbow surgery you had. Yeah. But but like like if something came in like blown up, like you know the whole thing was fractured and shattered, yeah. it's hard to put elbows back for me because I just. I'm not around that anatomy as much, but <clears throat> so when you ask that question, it all 
depends on your comfort level. So yeah, if yeah. you have an orthopedic surgeon who just does knees all the time, yeah. but all oh, this shoulder walk through the door, yeah. and that shoulder for me might be real simple, but for that surgeon yeah. might be, wow, this is this is really tough. And but so just the opposite for me. Yeah. I mean, I, a shoulder I might be comfortable with, but something comes in that's really basic and simple yeah. for a wrist surgeon and i look at the wrist i'm like oh geez this is gonna be tough the wrist surgeon might look at me like that's easy what are you yeah. talking about so it's it's your comfort level and what what you do repeatedly yeah. now <coughs> excuse me um you um also people sometimes are like well do you get tired of doing the same surgery over and over again i actually enjoy doing like if you set me up if you if you can yeah, make me do question, one surgery yeah. all the time yeah i'd love that and, and what would that be? Like, if if I could do if if there was one surgery I could do all the time, it would be probably a shoulder scope, do a rotator cuff repair. That's a yeah, that's a elegant surgery too. It, it's um, well, and and you say, well, you you'd get bored at that, wouldn't you? No, not really, because what's kind of fun is every every time you do it, you want to outdo the last one. Yeah. So you want to do it as perfect as possible. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're in search of that perfect surgery. I always wonder if it's like <laughs> every time Jimmy Buffett sings Margaritaville. Uh huh. I was like, gosh damn it. There you go. Or he's just like, this is gonna be the best I've ever sung Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna change the note on this one. Mm-hmm. There's a good analogy right there. I mean, think about like Lee Greenwood who sings that uh, one song. He made his world off of that song. Oh, yeah. But everywhere he goes, he's got to sing gotta it, sing right? It again. <laughs> yeah, he's got to sing it again. Gotta you sing know? It again. But it's like, and every time I listen to him, it's a little different every time. Yeah, does he do that right. intentionally or does he just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to exactly. screw with these guys can today. Build, I'm gonna... Can I pass yeah. out on this one? <laughs> can I sing it so like Tom Jones when he sang Thunderball? Or does he like. He held the note so long he passed out. That's a pro right there. You take or, a note into the dirt. Or do you think Lee, like, maybe, like, says, you know, I'm going to get hammered before this one, see if I can do it drunk? <laughs> you think I, ever tries yeah, that? I think, I, think, I think there's certainly a scenario which you you either increase, you you, you, you want to challenge yourself. You ingredients. You want to challenge you yourself. The, yeah, yeah. You're just like, can I do this inverted? You know, well, yeah. Or it's like it's like that workout, the Murph, you know? Yeah, yeah. Somebody just, some, 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 some jerk off came along and said, "Let's put twenty pounds on your back also yeah. and do all that." Yeah, like who thinks of that kind of stuff? You know, well Masochist. maybe, maybe it's like that's what you know Lee Greenwood does before he sings his song. It's I like I'm does. gonna, I'm gonna like Im- imbibe on some a, things. Fight a tiger and then go sing. Proud of being American. So, who's all in the surgery room? When you, do okay. a, when you do surgery, who's all in the room? Um, the basics are anesthesiologist. Um, I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. I yeah. like my surgeries raw. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we used anything. I think you 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 chomped down on a bullet or yeah. something, didn't you? I came in with a... Uh, you just bit a down McGriddle. on a... I came with a, a McDonald's McGriddle <laughs> and just... Um, so we couldn't put you to sleep because no, you had a no, stomach. You're you full. Your stomach was full. In your mouth, right? You choke on it. So you were you were chomping down. I think uh, maybe some McDonald's bacon. It, it was, was hard Jack enough Links. for you. It was one of those Jack, Jack Links. Jack Links. That's, that's it is. One of the long ones. He's pretty tough. I mean, he no anesthesia, nothing. Yeah, man. I tried to do it myself, but apparently HIPAA or something like that. I don't know. The Fourth Amendment. All right, back to you were asking a question, like a serious question, weren't yeah, you? Who's all in the operating room? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, so, it's anesthesiologists. The basics are anesthesiologists, 
the surgeon, and then there's always a circulating nurse. That, and the circulating nurse is a person who like that isn't isn't um, gowned up or sterile, but they're like they'll run and get things for you that you need. And then you have a scrub nurse. The scrub nurse is sterile with the with the surgeon, and they're the ones handing the instruments to me. Those are the basic people. But on an, on a typical day, though. In addition to those people, I, I always have an assistant, like a surgical assist, with me. Mm-hmm. So they're they're helping me, and then and they're scrubbed in, and then usually there's an extra anesthesiologist floating around or so the something like that. For you, is what the surgical assistant? Who's the? Yeah, I mean they're 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 the first one I'm, I'm responsible for. I'm in theory, I'm kind of like the captain of the ship. I'm like in charge of everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, or or my let me put it this way, my. My words kind of like the law of the room. Other than, you know, anesthesiologists and me are equal because they're handling the, the gas. I'm not going to tell them, hey, you know. She's like a ground need, force commander. Like yeah, you're, I can't. I'm not telling them their specialties, so yeah, they're not telling them my the specialty. But, but in general, I'm other than the anesthesiologist, I'm supposed to be the, uh, the what do you call it, the ground, the ground, force the ground force commander. There you go. Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. And then there's the patient. Yeah. Patients oh, yeah. in there. Just to be thorough yeah. with your answer. What's the longest surgery you've ever done? Oh, that's a good question. Man, is it me personally, like in, in private practice, or been involved in? Involved in. I was probably like an intern way back in the 90s and probably was involved in some um, uh, aortic aneurysm surgery. Somebody's aorta was getting ready to burst, and we had to go in there and patch it up and it probably took 12 hours or something What's like that. The, how long can a surgeon be like on a patient for? Is there like a like a legal time limit? Like, so like a crew rest? No, like like, like the like, like pilots? Pilot. Hell yeah. no. Like There's no, all that stuff is so crazy. I mean, it's like, there was, there was a time in residency, I went 54 straight days, never, never, um, Never got a day off, 54 straight days. Jeez. And I, I say that because now they, there's this big thing that came out, and I'm probably going to tick some people off listening to this, but I mean, there's, there's, me. there's, um, um, there's a thing that came out a few years ago that, oh, we got to have residents. Residents can't work like that because that, that maybe is going to hurt patients and stuff like that. And, and I actually disagree because <clears throat> when you're in training, you actually learn – the process of a disease, you, you won't learn that if you go home. And there's a reason why you take call every third night and you're up every third night. for And you're not that way your whole four or five or six years of residency, but you're, you're probably um, doing that for, you know, a year at least, maybe two years. You're every third night, you're on call. And there's a reason you do that, though, because... Because you see the you see the disease process, you see it, oh, and you're always there. That, yeah. You're not gonna see it if you're at home. Now, it's not the same as somebody tells you about it. You have to you have to witness. be there and witness it. And and I never found myself whenever I stayed up all night, and then the next day we had to operate. You got that adrenaline flowing. I never felt, I never once felt like I was making a mistake because I was tired or something like that. Interesting. Never had that feeling. And and so nowadays it's like they automatically you can only work i think the rule now is um i think they allow 13 out of 14 days you can work oh wow okay 
I know that sounds crazy to some people. It's like, yeah, I hope oh, you get one day off every two weeks. Well, and even that day off, like like when they said our day was off, mm-hmm. a day off was you still came in around and you were gone by noontime. That was considered your day off. <laughs> Oh wow! And the, are the medical device folks in the in the room sometime too? Yeah, oh, that's right. Medical devices yeah. in there. There you go. Yeah, that's medical right. device yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, forget, I'm leaving all big, kinds look of at stuff. The big out. brain on Clint. Yeah, yeah. You might have if you're I'm taking back out of Clint's corner. If you're taking X-rays, the, you. the 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 X-ray techs yeah. in there taking X-rays, so it can get a little crowded sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. What's some of the most complicated surgeries to perform? Just uh, in general. <laughs> Again, that's. You know, I, well, again, I'm going to take your question and, and flip it a little bit. Sure. Um, I'll tell you the, the guys who I'm the most answer impressed with. the question I want to answer, right? the question you asked me. You know, because, again, to answer your question, but I, that's in the eye of the beholder. I mean, I mean, something I think is very difficult, somebody else may not think it's okay. difficult, but the people I was the most impressed with in training and all that, because in training, you got to go through all the surgical specialties. So... You know, for a time being, I'm in cardiothoracic surgery. Oh, for a wow. time being, I'm in so you can't brain surgery. You, you, no, you do. Okay. I mean, I, I like like uh, in medical school, you get okay. You're told when you're graduating medical school, okay, you're going to go into this specialty, orthopedics. Yeah. But your first year, your intern year, that's your first year out of medical school. That's when you're an MD, but you're the lowest MD on the totem pole. So yeah. it'd be the same as in the military jargon, the lowest um, officer is a lieutenant, right? Is that right? Uh, Am I right with that? Or depends on which branch. We have second lieutenant and then ensign. Ensign is yeah. in the navy, right? Mm-hmm. So, so whatever the lowest uh, officer in medical branch is, that's what an intern is in, in medicine. So you you Pogue. you've got you're an MD, but kind of. And I could tell you some funny stories about that, but but being an intern, you go through every rotation for that year. Because so, in other words, for a month I may be in cardiothoracic. Yeah. For a month I'm in uh, gastrointestinal surgery. For a month I'm in urology. For a month I'm doing brain surgery, and the reason they have you do that is you can always take something from each of those specialties and apply it to your specialty. Because when you get into practice as an orthopedic surgeon, you still always have to think outside the box and say, okay, how is me doing this guy's knee gonna? Affect yeah, maybe you're thinking about the system. Yeah, the while system. You're taking care of the symptoms. Yeah, the whole system. So, so for me, the 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 best surgeons, bar none, in the hospital, any hospital that you walk in, that has the slickest hands, like the best hands possible, cardiothoracic guys. Really, there's not a lot of margin of error on the heart. No, because they're taking these little veins and they're they're tying these veins into the heart, so it pumps blood you know to go to bypass that's why they call it a bypass they're bypassing the blockage so they're putting this vein that they took from the guy's leg and so on and they're using these this really tiny suture where you can barely see with the naked eye so that a lot of times they're using magnifying glass and there's and and they got to be nice and they're so smooth i mean there's there's no trembling in their hands. I mean, you're you're not getting any intention tremors from too much caffeine or anything like that. Those guys are so smooth so those and dudes slick. Are the, are the artists. Yeah. What about neurosurgeons? Yeah. Neurosurgeons right up there too, no doubt about it. But neurosurgeons, at least my experience with neurosurgeons, and again, this is just a a one month kind of yeah. you know snapshot. But all the stuff I did with neurosurgeons, it was it was they they would operate on the brain like they'd have to cut a hole in the in the cranium and 
go right at the brain, but there was no, I didn't see any delicate surgery. It was all like they were maybe taking out a big mass or something uh, like that. So I didn't, I didn't see their full capabilities of pride. They're, they probably have really good hands as well. Sure. Contrary to popular belief, orthopedists don't really have great hands. I mean, we're, we're carpenters, so you don't have to, you don't have to, unless you're doing hand surgery or microsurgery, um, maybe spine surgery, you don't have to like, you don't have to have like the, what I call the best hands. You can, you're just like putting, putting a house together is what you're doing, you know, so. It's interesting. It's not like you have to have this great dexterity is what I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think you're probably underrepresenting it a little bit. <laughs> so, that's, well, yeah, being, I probably am. I probably, I'm, 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 I'm you're being I'm saying it relative to say a cardiothoracic yeah, surgeon. Yeah, like their their room for error is like zero. Yeah, there's a difference <laughs> between a four four and a four one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. And it's like, yeah, these cardiothoracic surgeons are something else. Wow. And, and but yeah. Um, well, have you had, what what all surgeries have you had? I haven't uh, just I've just had wisdom teeth though. Oh really? Yeah. That's I've pretty remarkable. Had, I've never had a surgery. I broke a rib, I broke my wrist. And yeah. the army didn't think that we needed to, <laughs> to fix that. <laughs> to give those any. You don't attention. need to flex it to hold your gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, no. Yeah. Awesome. No, no doubt about it. Um, Surgeryology. I always love these. Yeah, love these fast it's conversations. It's interesting to be able to talk to someone. You know, you don't really get this kind of you know interview where you can actually speak to a surgeon. You you want to hear the best save I've ever seen? Yes. Best Ooh. save. Now we're now we're cooking with gas. This Please. is the best save. So as an intern, I'm on the cardiothoracic uh, uh, rotation. Okay. <clears throat> we um. We did this guy's bypass, cardiac bypass, on like whatever day it was. That night, I happened to be on call also, so I was covering the the ICU, the surgical yeah. ICU. So I'm just staying up all night, and this guy starts to crump the the patient that we did like he starts to something's going wrong right right there at the bedside right there in bed not sterile nothing we had to reopen his chest Ooh. right there and um, he had a little bleeder and sutured it together closed them back up and damn it the guy didn't walk out the door four days later that's wow. crazy I mean, and that, that, just to put that in perspective, that's just amazing. I mean, that's just like, never saw that. I mean, that, that's like, there's, there's something, somebody looking over you for that kind of thing. I mean, because cause with the, just the sterile environment. Yeah, so there's yeah, no yeah, sterile saying, environment. Like, yeah, exactly. it's, like, it's like, why didn't he get an infection like, or hey, something? Hey, move that bedpan you know? so we can yeah, open up that's, his Yeah, that's about what it was because it was like that like, quick. He had no hey, time to take him. across the hallway and yep. stop sneezing? I'm like, we got to. Yeah, no time to take him to the, to the OR. You had to do it right then and there. I mean, it was just that, it was that quick. It was crazy. And the guy just walked out of the hospital four days later. I mean, I couldn't right. believe it. Surgeryology. Yeah. So, the, you, you know, we always end with a couple questions. Yeah. What are you going to remember? What are you going to try to forget? And who are you going to send this to? So I'll go first. What am I going to remember? I'm going to remember that uh, um, <laughs> to try not to have surgery. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try to avoid it. I'm going to I'm going to forget anything that Bill might have said during this little sweet would have said yeah. and I'm probably going to send this to a buddy of mine who I want to introduce Terry to for the next chapter of Terry's yeah. career so what about you? 
Uh, I, I just said I'm, I'm going to try to remember not to have Terry work on me if I need heart, heart surgery. Or Dr. Jimmins, for that matter. Dr. Jimmins. Yeah. That's, that's uh, a good choice. To? Uh, I'll, send, I'll send this one to my sister. I think she would find this very interesting. Your sister's interesting. Like, I want to interview your sister down here. Uh, she's smart. Yeah, well... Yeah, and her husband's smart. Too. Yeah, they're both. You know, they're they're. Both you got a pretty people. cerebral family. Um, yeah. 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 yeah you do. <laughs> Terry, what about you? What am I gonna what remember? You could you, you don't have that yet. So what are you gonna always remember? Oh, uh, what, what I'm gonna definitely to gonna remember is I'm gonna have to start writing out the questions to these ologies. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember that part. I remember my notepad. And then who are you gonna send this to? Send uh, this to Henderson, so we can talk. Sure, to I'll, I'll send this to my friend Bob Henderson. Oh, Henderson's Ooh, yeah. story. Yeah, and we're, then, we're teasing uh, that a little bit. He'll be on the next. He'll be on a. He'll be on a perhaps an episode. We hope so. Perhaps called serial killer. Once he finds out, yeah. Or or out. jackassology, <laughs> where you talk about the biggest jackasses yeah, you've run yeah. into from certain industries. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> so, All right, little tease. All right, allergy out of here.